Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilbur, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour. 866, we be big as our number. We'll get phone calls in this hour. Speedy, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adder, all of Team Rick and Bubba in the mix and ready to go. We also have interns, uh, Nanny Nanny Brew Brew, and follow the science as they bang out a degree in common sense. Common sense now, a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Hey, 4th of July weekend, coming up. Well... We have a global warming, climate change, climate disruption, whatever the name is currently, as once again we're being told to follow the science. Oh, good Lord. The science is a little hard to follow uh, with this. Also, we're not allowed to follow the science when it comes to other topics, only certain topics. Uh, So uh, we have the update, carbon emissions. We're going to burn up where we stand if something isn't done soon. Burn, baby, burn. Burn, baby, burn. Burn, baby, burn. So, uh, recent global warming, Bubba, undoubtedly, according to this study, has wiped out how many years? Rick, the recent global warming trend, uh, the study says, has wiped out 6,500 years of cooling. Uh, I'm going to give this whole thing about as much attention as I would wadding it up, throwing it in the trash. Okay. Uh, I don't think science can tell us exactly how hot it's going to be at 2 o'clock today, honestly. No, Uh, no, they haven't haven't uh, been. They've become close. They can get close. They can get close. Um. But you're going to tell me the temperature 6,500 years ago? Are you kidding me? With the way that science is is staggering around now, right? Searching for its soul. Yes, um, Rick, this is this is just ridiculous. They, they, look, I hear what you're saying, but there ain't no way that they know that for sure. No, no way. Right. Uh, it, it's um, it, it, that we are making some big reaches in here, as you said. Uh, first of all, we're going to throw out, the, as you said, the 6,500 number. Now, how we come to that conclusion, I think we could probably just start there and have some fun with that, where that number came from. Maybe, maybe they're they're uh, they're thinking the cooling because you know the Earth at one time was probably a hot rock mm-hmm. right after it was created and it had to cool down. Sure, uh, you know I might buy into that, but uh, I think you're. Uh, this is just crazy. They, the, the way they're trying to get to it, I mean, they're just Rick, come off. Well, I, I can't even. I can't even take it serious. So, before global warming, according to the lead author Daryl Kaufman at Northern Arizona University, there was global cooling. Well, I will say this, Rick. Before that, there was global heating because we know, and I think fairly confident with this uh, information, that there was an ice age at one time. Right, and so we've asked this question, which no one, not one person that we've ever interviewed that does not feel the way we feel, no one has ever answered the question, how did the ice age melt with no industry and no carbon emissions? And, and maybe people are not totally familiar with what the ice age was. That was the point that we had an ice sheet over the earth, and it extended down far enough that the earth had turned into a freezer. 
In other words, it was reflecting the sun's light, and it could not warm itself up. It had gone outside the tolerance range, if you would, Mm -hmm. and it had turned into a frozen rock. Okay, right, right. and uh, depending on which study and evidence you want to follow, it, it went down probably as far as Florida. So all of that was under a sheet of ice, and it could not thaw itself out because it was reflecting too much of the sun's energy at that point. It had gone, if you will, the point of no return toward the frozen side. But guess what? It thawed out, and no one can really tell us why. Well, and this is where some of the old a old Earth people and young human being people have a problem. We've actually had two ice ages, a big one and a little. Yeah, one. they talk about that yeah. in here too. Yeah. Is is that you know people who do not believe that creation, and and there are people who with a biblical worldview that believe the Earth sat here without human beings for a while, which is why we have this variation on the age. Right. There's how long human beings have been here and how long the Earth has been here. Right. Some people think Earth and Earth and human beings happened. You know, over a seven-day period, a literal seven days, right. and some people don't who still believe in the one and only living God and even redemption found. Yeah, in oh yeah, there, there's a yeah. debate. I mean, yeah. a, a God day we don't know. I mean, yeah. we, we're we're told that it could be a thousand years. I mean, that, I think that was a reference to you know time doesn't apply to him, right? And we know that not it, literal, but a, a, a general concept. And from our our worldview, which is a biblical worldview, we do see that that Lucifer, when he tried to overthrow God, was cast down to the earth. Right. And we know in the Adam and Eve documentation, he's already down here. Right. So so when 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 was he cast on to earth? Was earth already there? Right. So we learn that story later in the Bible. Right, yeah. Yeah. So anyway it wasn't told in Genesis. Right, right, yeah. yeah. But we know in Genesis he's there. Right. But then later we hear he was cast down on earth. And what is he, Rick? A worm? (laughs) No, not a worm. Serpent. Serpent. (laughs) But anyway, so that's that's not I know we're we're gonna take that out right now. I'm glad he didn't choose a giraffe. Yeah, if oh gosh, can you imagine? Can you imagine them being in the garden? With no legs. Mm. I mean the garden now with no legs. That's what I mean. Yeah. And you, and you, you go. Honey, to, get the hole. We got a giraffe out here. Yeah, right here. And he's on his stomach with that giant neck, and you're just chopping on it like you're chopping a tree down, like you're George Washington the cherry well, tree. Well, they didn't bite. I wouldn't worry about him, you know. But but anyway, go back to, go back to this. So it, it they're admitting. This is what I don't get about this following the science. They're admitting. Hey, Rick, follow the science. I want you to listen to this line that's actually in here. That's supposed to be telling us we need to change the way we live. Okay, and and mm-hmm. greenhouse and global warming and carbon emissions. But they say this in their own article. The cooling, the various coolings, as you said, there wasn't just one, seems to be driven by slow cycles in the Earth's orbit around the sun. That Where have gi- you heard that at? That, that giant ball of fire that we've talked about? Yeah, the un- that, out-of-control nuclear reaction that's 93 million miles away that gives all life on planet Earth as we know it, and, that one. And, and us compared to it, we're like a marble next oh. to a basketball. Oh, yeah, which, which, barely. Which reduced the amount of summer sunlight in the, Norman, the northern hemisphere, uh, causing what you said, like the Little Ice Age in re- of recent centuries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if that happened, but then they'll turn right around and they claim that the Big Ice Age – was melted because greenhouse gases started. Well, how? Well, how did that start? I mean, we're, we're, what are you talking about? There, there, there was no industry, and, and if it was naturally occurring. Yeah, if it was volcanoes that did it, then that was part of the natural process, yeah. so why worry about it? Which Can't mean, do nothing about that. I know that we've had wild ranges in temperature over, over you know, how many ever years this, this right. earth is here. Right. But the question isn't that. Yeah, look, I have no problem with everybody saying we've had major climate change over the history of the yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we have. But the question is what causes it. 
I think that's, in the that's, beginning, that's the question. in the beginning, Rick, probably we had uh, well pre Noah. Yeah. Okay, if mm-hmm. I can go biblical here, I think we had a very tropical uh, environment, mm-hmm. and it was good for reptiles and dinosaurs and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. and the earth was cooling from being a giant hot rock yeah. over kind of a kind of a rainforest and, and it, kind it, of setup. Yeah, and it you know it depends on how you want to count the time between Adam and Noah. Right. Uh, but it cooled to a point that it uh, turned into more of what we're familiar with today because we had enough moisture in the air to condense, and we had to have one major rain to, to get it all going, and God predicted that and told them, and it was part of the judgment. Right. What, what is un, what Go is, ahead. What, is, what has not been proven is what role does mankind play with industry and automobiles and our carbon emissions? What role does mankind actually play in the changing of climate? Yeah. And, 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 that, and if it does, and, and, but there's some wild assumptions it, being made in that area. If it does any at all, what does the Earth and the biosystem do to, to counterbalance that? Right, yeah. And see, that's the point we don't get. It it really is set up so that it fixes itself. Because if we have a global warming, and I, there's some, but you know, we can debate how it got here. But you know, when we had our friend, the scientist from NASA, on from Huntsville, he made the point that we have a greener earth now than we've ever had. So the more of this carbon dioxide, we have more plants growing, we have greener environments. So then it puts out more oxygen. So it balances out. So it's really, you're talking about a great design, you know? Yeah. Almost like it was, it's kind of like it was planned. And then you get into ideology over here. I believe that mankind can destroy the entire earth, but over here, I believe that mankind's no big deal. I mean, you <laughs> yeah, can't, you can't have it both you, ways. You can't yeah. have it. It's just you, a, you can't have it either that the Mother Earth is its own thing. There's no, uh, there's no overseer of, of a God type person. But then you, you you think it can't take care of itself. I know. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number as we make our way back. So we we now have an update. Um, yesterday, uh, it appears the United States or the local uh, and state governments of Washington State and, and the city of Seattle have defeated the country of Chop. Uh, they uh, they declared their own. Remember, they were autonomous for a while until they realized they weren't autonomous. Right, yeah. right. And, and, yeah. Then, and then, then they, they were a little needy. Yeah, they were a little needy. But and then they turned violent, right? But mm-hmm. sadly, we have people that have been killed because of this chop. And the, of course, the, the the people on the political side of all this, they're just acting like it didn't happen, right? Because it's an inconvenient, uh, uh, you know, truth that chop became a violent, crime ridden area. Six blocks worth of rape, pillaging, and sadly murder, including uh, the death of Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr. Uh, Hannity uh, tried to or did interview the father, uh, Horace Lorenzo Anderson Sr., about the death of his 19-year-old son, who is African American. Mm-hmm. There's also been a 16-year-old African American male who's been killed, and then two other teenage African Americans who have been shot that are in the hospital. Right, that's yeah, accurate. That's so, total of four and two, two that have uh, so died. You, so you would think that, which I agree with, black lives do matter. Do these two matter? Hmm. 
and or is it or is it it's only politically expedient if they're killed in a certain way which is 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 a, is a I don't know I mean I'm just asking the question mm-hmm. and so is this father yeah and it's a uh, tough interview to listen to oh, of, uh, of and and Sean does his best I guess but um, basically nobody's reached out and the dad wants answers and that's kind of where we pick it up all right so here here we go. here's the interview courtesy of Hannity and Fox News mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying easily he was sitting on my couch I went to bed I seen my son when I went when I left that night I'd seen him I came home I seen him I went to and I seen him and I just said I love you man I'm going to sleep and you know that everything else is just seems like a blur yeah I don't even I'm yeah. numb I'm still numb today I, I got to bury my son tomorrow you know and it's just been a lot going on and my whole thing in my whole life is man this is incredible yeah. and I'm like you know I, I Still this day, I, it's been almost two weeks. I haven't heard from nobody. Has no. nobody called? They still ain't. Ain't nobody called me or try to find me. And his ID is my ID, so his number is my number. So they can. It's easy to come for the you know, detective. Say, hey, excuse me, knock on my door. Excuse me, let me tell you what happened about your about son, your or son. let me. I don't know nothing. I had to find my son. They wouldn't even let me see my son that night. It took me a whole week before I can see my son. And then well, let me just say, well, okay, well, well, let me hey, just say Mr. that Anderson, he's in hang trauma on. right well, now. Mr. Know, Anderson, yes, you didn't, you weren't yes. allowed to see your son for a week. Uh, please, I, I, you, they wouldn't let me. Oh. I went to the hospital, and they said that they we couldn't see him. They just said we couldn't see him. There was now, mine, my, my, you know. When I go there, I'm going there, I'm looking for a detective, somebody tell me something, something. But when I get there, there's nobody. I mean, the hospital is blank. There's, it's, it's silence. I'm going like, what's going on? It's, it, you know, so I go ask the lady and she tells me, hold on. So I wait, they, I couldn't go in, so I'm waiting for a long time. And I finally, she tells me to come in and then she, the doctor come tells me, only, only thing he tells me is my son's deceased. I'm like, well, can I see him? Is it is it my son? Because you got to realize, you know, at this time I'm going like, is it really my son? You know, I want to know, is it my son? Mm-hmm. You know, because this could be somebody else's child. You know, but you know, you know, I'm, in my head I'm going like, yeah, it's mine because everybody's saying this. But in my heart I'm going yeah. like, you know, I just need I, I I need to see him for you know I need to see him one time just so just to make so I can see him. I couldn't see him that day. It took. That was Saturday. It took all the way till what Thursday. I just seen him just last week. Wow. Just Thursday, and they they had to whatever they did to him and make him so they presentable whatever it was. But I need to, you know, I got to finally see him, and I and then my, you know, in my heart, I I knew it was it was my son. Now this is my son because, you know, I wouldn't want nobody else's son. And man, this is incredible. These kids and. The kids that passed, whatever, what happened the other day, you know, all this on this child. Man, this is incredible. These are kids, man. I'm 50 years old. Man, these are, these are kids, man. They should have been stopped this a long time ago. It's starting to get, excuse me, but it's getting to the point, you know, where, you know, it's getting. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm just I'm so sorry, Mr. Anderson. I, I, you know, I can only say this as a dad. I, you want to break Sean Hannity? I, you know, I'm a pretty tough guy. That will break me. What you somebody been that asked for this? 
and they need to come talk to me and somebody need to come tell me something because I still don't know nothing. And somebody need to come to my house and knock on my door and tell me something. But, you know, I don't know nothing. All I know is my son, was, he got killed up there, and he's just a, it's just, just a 19-year-old. No, that's Horace Lorenzo Anderson. That's my son, you know, and I loved him. And that was my son. <laughs> All right, so you see the, the pain, obviously, and that's easy to, to see. But, but it's real, real, real serious and important right now. We absolutely 100% should hold accountable anyone in law enforcement that shouldn't be there and they kill people unnecessarily. But we should equally make that same commitment that we will not allow anarchy to take over blocks of our cities and live for day after day after day after day in lawlessness and it also leads to the unnecessary death of innocent people because a, a local government, a state government, and to some degree the federal government, because the state government said, we don't want you here. The, the, the federal government said, we will come solve this. They were, not, they were told not to come. Then we got into all the political optics of what that would look like, and now people are dead. And, and see, That, that we, is we, on we, the mayor. We have to be governor. we have to be equally concerned yep. about that. Yep, yep. And because see, now let me some of y'all young people need to listen. See, this shows you what you claim that you want. I'm talking to the that an- was socialism on parade. Yeah. By the way, yeah, this, I'm talking to the anarchist and the Marxist. I'm not talking about the peaceful protesters who say we must do something to 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 address the issues and the concerns of the African American community. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the anarchist and the writers and the socialist and the Marxist and, and the lawlessness. This is what happens, and it's going to happen on a larger scale if we allow it to go on. Can we all come together and say we're not going to allow this to happen in a civilized country? Just like we shouldn't allow law enforcement to abuse their power, can we also say we can allow mobs and, and anarchists to take over city blocks? Because black lives do matter. And these two lives matter just as much as the other people. No question. And it was avoidable if we just had law and order. So that's also not really abolishing the police, probably not an answer either. Holding them accountable, yes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big as a number. So uh, my hope would be that together we would uh, take on all the issues of the day and say these are things we can't stand for. We can't stand for anyone that's been given the responsibility of law enforcement to abuse their power. We can't stand for that. But we also can't stand for lawlessness uh, and and things that have happened on taking over cities and, and it leading to people's death. Uh, the, the dad went on to say, because you always got to follow the, the, the politics and the agendas and all this, uh, the dad went on to say, it's about a 35-minute interview, we don't have time for all of it, that not one media source has reached out to them to tell their story until the Hannity show called them. Yeah. Not, not one. Yeah. And they said, uh, thank you for giving us a platform mm-hmm. to try to get some answers and to talk about this. 
Um, and uh, so, um, so just just kind of keep that in mind because once again, you're seeing that that all all you 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 hear things and you hear statements that I think we all can agree on, but then suddenly you're like, are we not on on the same page? You let's all get on the same page about all of it that needs to be addressed, mm-hmm. and this certainly would be. Part of that. Uh, MyPillow.com, do want to take you there. Uh, phone calls coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get to your phone calls coming in. Uh, if you want to get in now, you can. Um, I, I want to tell you, if you go to MyPillow.com right now, I want you to look for that link right there where it says, it says um, you know, radio specials. Uh, so I know a lot of you during the social distancing and we did, we've done all this stuff, you're like, I got to get out of the house. I got to travel. You know, I got to go to the beach last week. I'm glad I did. There was no issue with social distancing at the beach. Some of you are going out to national parks. I've been looking at some of the pictures and address trip that they took. I mean, you can go out and you can travel and still. But when you travel, you gotta you want to take your my pillow with you. And sometimes just the my the, the premium my pillow is, is a little big to put inside of a suitcase. But their travel versions are actually designed where you can fold them down, make them compact, and pack them with no problem. If you'd like to get to, you know some savings on that right now, just take the promo code Bubba and go there to radio specials. You'll also find other things there. The body pillow is like $60 off with the promo code Bubba. Uh, reusable face masks that can be washed and dried. They have those available for you. So take the promo code Bubba there. Save yourself some money at MyPillow.com by clicking on radio specials. Yes, you'll get the 60-day money-back guarantee. And yes, uh, we'll also give you a great warranty on these products. Uh, they're high-quality, American-made. Also, RickandBubba.com has got a link. Uh, right there where uh, you see sponsors at rickandbubba.com. Uh, Arnold is out of South Georgia. Arnold, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thank you for your patience. Go ahead. Hey, man. It's good to hear from you. Hey, I've been listening to y'all for about 20 years, and and uh, first time I ever ever got through to you. Well, thank you, uh, man. Thank you for listening, Thanks sir. Thanks for calling, buddy. We appreciate well, that. Well, 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 thank you for doing what you do. You know, it, it's not only is it hilarious sometimes, but it's also serious, and this is one of them serious times. Sure. You know, at 19 years old, that young, that that young, he was a young, he's a young and still, but he's a man at 19 years old. I I went in the military when I was 18, and I was I was put in places where where I, I probably, as my mama would say, I didn't need to be. Sure. But at that same at that same time, this young man was a man. He was a man. Now, what's he doing down there at that six block area? Uh, what, what's he doing? It, it's a curiosity. Uh, you, you know what? What's everybody say? They say that curiosity killed the cat. Well, I guess it's true, huh? Yeah, well, um, he actually. Uh, well, Arnold, well there, you're missing a part of the yeah. story. I understand your point. Mm-hmm. I certainly do. Uh, and of course, you know that point has been made sometimes that law enforcement uh, usually ends up places where things are going on. They've been called to as well. However, yeah. you know we certainly come back and say, but that doesn't mean <clears throat> somebody should have been killed unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And one thing that Speedy mentioned, and we can't play the whole video. The man's son, he said, has some special needs, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, maybe it sounds like something. Maybe I he said he was in, easily influenced, uh, and he said um, he had that disability. and And the dad wants answers, and that's one thing that local authorities won't contact him about is he wants to know why was his son down there because the last thing he saw was he went to bed, his son was on the couch, and then the next thing he's hearing is from some friends of the son that he's been killed, and he didn't even know it. And he just mentioned the fact that he suffered from a disability and it was easily influenced by others. And he feels like possibly that's how he got down there. But yeah. but but he wants Man, answers. Heart, yeah, he, he wants my answers. Heart breaks for this guy. Yeah, but that, be careful with. I understand everything you're saying, and we try to teach our kids that. 
I certainly wouldn't want my kids down there around that. And, and all that is called true. Trouble Street. We've all, talked about Yeah, it. all yeah. of that is true. However, also the, the, the young man would be alive if the city and the state would have never allowed lawless anarchists to take over six city blocks of, of a city and turn it into their own whatever it was that mm-hmm. led to people's deaths. And Rick, I Rick, said the main right. job yeah. of, a, of a mayor, of a governor, is public safety. That is first right. and foremost before anything else, before highways, before all that, is, is safety of the citizens. Right. And they failed in that, I would say, miserably to the point that they ought to be held accountable to it. Yeah. I'll go this far with it too. Um, talking about him being eighteen and or nineteen and comparing what he went through forty years ago, whatever it was, that's an unfair comparison too. There's plenty of studies out there that show now that the way kids have been raised, right. they're more like go back it, to yesterday. Exactly, eighteen year old back then is looks more like twenty two, twenty three, twenty four now. So or, that's or a older. that's a yeah or older. And that's a valid point. Yeah, and, yeah I was laughing talking about this because I we watch a lot of. Uh, shows and stuff that, that that are period pieces they go back into a way yeah. back in time and i forget which one we were watching but they literally said to a woman who was like 24 years old let's face it you don't have much longer you need to go ahead and have babies yeah you know the fact you're not married yet <laughs> hmm. and because there was a time that if you were 15 years old you were a man yeah there's certainly yeah. exceptions yeah. to that now yeah i mean yeah I, I, yeah, well, but but, but in most to his cases, point, there yeah. there was a generation at eighteen were fighting in a world war yeah. on foreign soil. Yes. Yeah, sure. A lot of those eighteen today, you no. know, they're more like twelve. Yeah, they, know, they are. So, they, they are. No, they are. And he says that undoubtedly his son had some sort of challenge too. Which, it it yeah. might have been in the autism spectrum, or yeah. sound like he was saying something like that. Yeah. But it, it, it still though, be, but but this whole thing takes unfair advantage of them. Correct. Like, Prey if it on was him. if it was something yeah. else, if it was predatory lenders doing it, people would be up in arms. Yeah. But you got to see what everybody's doing to this too. It's still mm-hmm. taking advantage of somebody that doesn't need to be out there. Yeah, and we all can do this. I understand it when we get to the point. And say, well, you know, if you hadn't, but you have to look at your own life. Yeah. You know, I made some bad decisions in my life when I was trying to figure it out. But it would still have been tragic if it would have led to my death. Right. Right. Okay. Thank you. Like, yeah. like, like I remember when yeah. we had the young lady, you know, Natalie Holloway, that got abducted in Aruba. Yeah. And that horrible story. People say, yeah. well, you know what I mean? And she was down there or whatever, and she went off with that guy. Well, yeah, we all did stuff like that, yeah. but it didn't lead to us being abducted and murdered. Right. Okay, so it, it's it's still even though it's a bad decision, it should not right. end in loss of life. Correct, yes, right. yes absolutely, yes. and and that's what we're that, saying. We're not justifying it, and I'm just saying those that that are saying because if you go to the people right now that are saying we we must hold law enforcement accountable when we have people that are in that position that shouldn't be there, and I totally agree with that. I don't mean that believes we should abolish the police. I think that's that's crazy, or even defund the police. The police. I don't agree with that at all. Because we have to have law enforcement in the fallen creation, and yes. I would say CHOP actually proves that. Okay? Yeah. So, but but certainly hold them accountable. <laughs> but if you say, well, now, wait a minute now, you know, police showed up, and, and if you don't know every end of the police, and, and, and you know what you'll hear from the from, from the movement, they'll say, no, no, that still shouldn't have led to their death. Yeah. Well, you got to say the same thing about these people being killed right. at CHOP. Right. You, it has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You can't say on one hand, which I agree with, a person who gets pulled over by the police, police, if they're not firing, if they're not doing anything, fighting back, whatever, it shouldn't lead to their death. I totally agree with that. Right. Even though they might have made bad decisions that brought the police there. Right. Well, you can't turn around then and say, well, if this guy had been there around chop, well, no, the same thing That's, applies. Yeah. You know, going down and saying, I, I, these people are trying to make me feel welcome when sometimes I don't have, I don't feel like people accept me, they're accepting me, and then it ends up leading to my death. That shouldn't happen either. 
Yeah. You know, they, they did six city blocks of lawlessness, and that's leading to unnecessary death just the way a, someone in law enforcement that shouldn't be there might lead to unnecessary death. you got to put them on equal footing. If not, then this is nothing but an agenda. Yeah. It's no one searching for truth. And, Rick, look how this has spiraled downhill. Okay, we, we had loss of life that shouldn't have happened, and we have people unhappy about that, understood, rightly so. But look now, how many more have lost life that should have never should have never yeah. have been a situation for them to be in that. The answer to unnecessary violence against human life is not to create more of it. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you know, you're talking about New York City uh, and them cutting a billion dollars out, and folks still not being happy about it. Do you realize crime in New York has been on the decline for three decades? Okay. 30 years less 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 now it is skyrocketing the other way and i've never understood the defunding of the police if you want more training shouldn't you give more funding like if you if you want more training and and more uh i guess um seminars and and exercises that the police need to go through it seems like we should give them more funding for that not take funding away well let's let's ask the question then then why would you want the funding and who could be behind that idea creating chaos yep yeah because we've never seen a democrat that didn't believe that funding was the answer yeah when marxists take over the first thing they want to do is do away with the rank and file police officer we'll take your phone calls next All right, lines are available 10 minutes to the top of the hour. We'll take your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So some of the things that, um, you know, the, the one of the young men who were killed by the the chopper Chaz security team, we just want somebody to tell him what happened, uh, and he so far can't get anybody to even talk to him. Uh, and that's concerning probably because people are doing a CYA now that kept telling the whole world, we don't need the federal government down here. These are just people. See, this is what's wrong with the Trump administration. They they want to go after peaceful protesters that are just using their First Amendment right. Now, the First Amendment does not afford you the right to take over six city blocks and then uh, turn it into uh, a mob rule mentality with lawlessness. Rick, let me clarify what is a protester and where that ends. You cannot kick down gates. You can't break windows, throw bricks through things, be on private property, kill people. That kind of... That kind of moves you out of the peaceful protester mode. So Bubba was telling me that there were reports that there, you know, there's there's other chop like uh, attempts going on in different cities in our mm-hmm. country. You got mm-hmm. one in New York City right now. Yeah, and 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 they were saying that they were like shooting just into cars mm-hmm. if they approached the barriers, and uh, and if you hear what we're about to play for you off the security camera, then we'll get to your phone calls. Listen to how many shots they're sent over three hundred rounds mm-hmm. by what's called the Chaz or Chop security people yeah yeah and so and, see they still have Rick, security they just run it yeah, yeah. that's just a gang is a gang and is. later on on into this it's got a lot of uh cussing in it so we can't play that but it sound you can hear somebody say oh so you're not dead and then they keep shooting and they think this could be when the the kids what they're saying were executed inside shop now but we where don't would, where it's gonna your... come it's gonna come from me rick if you don't mind well uh, yeah I, I moved it over okay uh, right. just real quick for this okay. This is uh, this is the footage here. Um, is, there's your first shot towards the car, and then now everybody kind of runs over. Now 
Now the driver tries to put the car in reverse. That's what you hear the revving up there. This is the peace-loving chop. Yeah. Rick, no and police. Then, come on down. Out no of Republican now, mayor, no Republican governor doing this. Not Trump. This is, this is lawlessness. This is unchecked socialism. Mm-hmm. This is Marxism at, its, at, at, at exactly what it is. Saul Alinsky playbook. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. then there's another shot. It goes on down a little bit, and then you hear somebody say, oh, so you're not dead, and then you hear one final shot. Wow. See, so why, you know, we, from a public opinion, we have to hold police officers who, if we'd have just said this is police video, mm-hmm. how would you feel versus we said this is chop? Mm-hmm. See, we need to have the same outrage. We do. Totally. Uh, to Darren in Fort Payne, 30 seconds. Darren, go ahead. Morning, Rick and Bubba. How you guys? Good. Good morning. Man, I tell you what, that just makes me sick to my stomach to hear what you just played. Yeah. Yeah, it should. Uh, I, what I really wanted to point out was uh, when people are talking about defunding the police, what folks may not realize is uh, in the public safety sector, and I'm retired from the fire service, about somewhere between 80 and, say, 85% of your budget is payroll. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we talk about defunding the police, what they're really saying is they just want to get rid of them. Yeah. No, you're right. I've heard well, people try to come out and say, well, no, we're just talking about reallocating money. Well, if you take money away from no. anything, it dies on the vine. And uh, well, But again, who who yeah. really uh, – yeah. you have to back up and, and look at things from a 180-degree different standpoint. We got some people unhappy with police behavior, got that. But let's look at the bigger bigger picture here. If you get rid of law enforcement, who gains? Who gains locally? Who gains on the world stage? You have to ask yourself that question. Yeah, we, and then you can find out who's really behind this. There is a serious issue of racism, of African-Americans struggle in the United States, uh, police force and how they're using that. Sure, of course. Th- those are real issues. Absolutely. But it is being used and manipulated by people who have another agenda. No doubt. And they are well-funded, and they are organized, and they can communicate behind the scenes. And if you don't believe that, look how these chop zones, things happen at the same time in different places. That's not accidental. That's not kids on social media. There, There is an orchestrated effort of someone who wants to tear down the United States and they're using this cause to hide what they're doing. Right. And I don't th- I I I, I want to believe and I know this to be true. There are people out there that simply want us to address what's going on uh, in the lives of our fellow African American citizens and they really don't want to destroy the constitutional republic and take away liberty and take away and, and create lawlessness, and they don't really want to be socialists. They're not Marxists. They don't want to be anarchists. They don't want to be rioters, and they don't want to be looters. I agree. But, but I'm going to have to call on those of you that fit that description. Be careful. To to join us, and let's all together address what needs to be addressed. Let's do that together, and then let's rebuke these people together. Let's do all that together. Because, yes, the George Floyd video would make anyone who's not evil physically sick to watch, and it did, but this should make us equally sick. And that's all we're saying. Yep. 
Uh, let's go to Daniel and Jackson. Daniel, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? We're great. Uh, Rick, I have a question for you. Okay. During the pandemic, we started doing uh, Facebook Live videos, kind of having our own little church at home and stuff like that. Yes. And after that, we got back into church and stuff. But with everything going on, I feel a calling in, you know, in the spirit that I need to reach out and say stuff about what's going on. And But how do you go and mix political and church? And I, I'm not worried about offending people, but you know it's just, yeah, well, you might want to go back and watch yesterday's Bible study because we it, it was exactly on this topic. It's on our YouTube channel, uh, and just look for yesterday's, or if you're looking for it, the Unsaved Christian Part 8, because this takes this on. And I will warn you, when you start trying to mix nationalism, even patriotism, and politics with Christianity, it doesn't work. It's awkward because it'll never fit perfectly. Because the call of the follower of Jesus, even in the world, but not of the world, is a unique, separate call, and they really don't go together very well. And, and you, you have to be very, very careful about that. Even Jesus himself, the most political statement he ever made was, give to the government whatever they're asking. They're, they're almost like a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and give them what they want, be good citizens, but you give to God what is God's, and that means yourself. And and sometimes we need to address these things. It's important. We need to talk about it. But it better come through sound biblical doctrine or else it gets really, really awkward. There, there is no political party that is the Christian party. There just isn't uh, because none of it fits. Some might, some areas fit better than others, but you're going to see Democrats and Republicans both tell you they're the Christian party, and neither one is. And so it's um, and, and it's a, it's a tough topic as you covered, but a lot of times too, you you see it being tough, so people will withdraw from it, and then we get the fine leaders we have in our country today. Well, that's so a, it, it's really tough. That's the reason really why it, it requires the right balance, yep. and it's very, very difficult to do. Uh, but we should be involved. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, uh, Eddie Van Adler, Helmsy, all here as uh, Team Rick and Bubba starts a brand new hour. And we thank you. We'll start with phone calls to get it going. Turns helping out today, Nanny Nanny Brew Brew, and follows the sights. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. It's the autonomous zone we call the Rick and Bubba Show. That where is it. all is welcome. Uh, we start with the, the phone calls, uh, and we go to North Carolina. Big John standing by. Johnny, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. If you want to get in, there's lines available. You certainly can do that. Uh, what's on your mind, John? First thing I want to say is that I love our flag. I'd die for it. But uh, I, I didn't particularly agree with your opinion yesterday on the Confederate flag. That's okay. If you, for right if now, you, you can actually it. voice your opinion in this country, and that may change. But, <laughs> but you go right yeah, ahead. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't mean anything by this. I just, you know, just state my opinion a little bit. Sure. But if you read, if you read your history books, you'll find out, for example, General Sherman, as he worked his way south, what did they do? They raped, they plundered, and they pillaged. Mm-hmm. And they raped white women, they raped uh, uh, slaves. But, you know, the South doesn't demand that they take the flag down because we know it's part of history and we love our flag. But uh, Yeah, know. well, it, the, here, it goes back to this. There's also a certain thing about wars that is an inconvenient, fallen creation truth. Whoever wins gets to keep their flag. Yeah, and the losing yeah. side doesn't. And But you have to also go into more modern history. And we did touch on this. I mean, whether you think it's fair or I think it's fair or not, the flag was uh, represents uh, an attempt to break up the Union. And it also, for a lot of people, represents clinging to slavery. And it also has been used by every white supremacist hate group, uh, whether it should have been or not. So we also have to say, you know what, this, this doesn't really have a place in America present time, but it certainly is part of our history. I'm not a history revisionist. I totally disagree with erasing history and hiding it. I think that's totally wrong. But it, it belongs in a museum format, and it belongs in our history. It doesn't really have a place, and especially a prominent place, in our present. And, and that's if, it. And if statues need to be taken down or replaced, there should be a due process to do that. I don't think the best way to approach that is with ropes. No, I, t- I disagree with tearing them down, overrunning places. Yep getting people unnecessarily hurt with a statue falling on somebody, getting people killed, Who somebody who says, I want to defend this piece. Of, and also, the problem with mobs is mobs sometimes don't think things through, and they tear up things that have nothing to do with the Civil War. They tear up things that have nothing to do with slavery. Uh, so that happens, too, because it's reckless. Uh, that's Rick, the reason so why it needs things. to be done in an orderly, yeah. uh, law-abiding way. And it can be done. That's the beautiful thing about the Constitutional Republic. You can redress the government. You can make you legislation. Can things, yeah. I got news for y'all. I don't know if y'all know this. It was the constitutional republic system that gave women the right to vote. I don't know how we lost that vote, but but then <laughs> but, but, but but then it gave African Americans a right to vote. It made change and uh, laws. Uh, Jim Crow laws were deemed unconstitutional. They were done away with, even though they stood for a while. Even got some rulings in their favor. I don't know how that happened, but they did. Because, but eventually, it was that constitutional republic. It was that constitution that that proved that African Americans were not being treated uh, by the country they had been freed to live in the way the constitution was supposed to afford uh, them the freedoms and liberties that they were being denied. I'll say this over and over again. We need to make sure that people aren't denied liberty. We're not supposed to, or should we remove liberty? That That's a mistake for and everybody. Rick, you know why those Jim Crow laws were able to be ruled upon the way they were and went on is because we had judges that didn't follow the Constitution. Correct. And that's what uh, Dr. King kept pointing out, and he was right. Uh, and he also pulled out on some pastors, start pointing to Scripture, you know, this is one thing I agree with him on the letter from the Birmingham jail. You know, there were a lot of pastors that were trying to say, well, you know, you just need to. And he was like, no, we're not called to abide by godless laws. And we're not. We're not. And uh, as as the church, that's where we do draw the line and say, now, now we're going to be bad citizens because we're going to be citizens of the kingdom of God first. Right. 
and citizens of given countries. Second, and as long as given countries passing laws do not com- compromise the kingdom of God, then we abide by them as good, upstanding citizens. And then what? And that is right. Mm-hmm. And then we go like we always do in our country. The pendulum will swing the other way know, too far. I know. And now we we are to the point anything goes. Right. No, you're right. <laughs> Brett in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Brett, go ahead. Hey, hey, guys. Uh, I, off of what I was calling about, but I, I dare anybody go to Japan or Germany and find an American flag sticking up in somebody's yard back at the uh, flag thing. Right, yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, one of the things that I think, and, and my opinion has changed on this, but uh, if churches will quit preaching a moral relativism and will start preaching the gospel, Correct. then politics will take care of itself. No, right now we, yeah, we're right. we're preaching a watered down gospel, and we're trying to attack a spiritual problem with a uh, with a carnal solution, and that's never going to work. Amen, we amen, and, and amen again. Tony Evans said it best: you can't fix spiritual problems with worldly solutions. Yeah, absolutely. And and absolutely and, and, the, and the church and is a, the church is afraid right now. The church is afraid to talk about sin because they know it'll bring protest and 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 they're more afraid we can't get to the point as a church where we're more afraid of human beings than we are of god mm, well and as a pastor this is a, a this is a hard thing to say i guess but uh what churches need to do is quit worrying about their 501c3 status and start worrying more about uh god's word no uh, doubt and and the people of the congregation have got to get to a point where they're not more offended by a political statement that they have they have interpreted from their pastor, which by the way shouldn't be making political statements anyway. But they got they're more concerned about the political commentary of their pastor or what their pastor says about their favorite sports team than they are about that their pastor might have theological heresy. I mean, right now if you're a pastor, you can get away with heresy, but you but you can't get away with saying the wrong thing politically or or God forbid you say something about a sports team. Uh, and and, and if that's what the congregation is worried about, man, you got problems. You got real, you, you know. We, it's, it's, he's right. We need to just preach what God says. That's the foundation of all this, and then let the politics fall where they may. Now we're well, see. A- politics should be us arguing about how we tax our citizens, how much we tax them, and what we do with the money that we get from. Correct. Them. That should be politics. It shouldn't be arguing about law and order, mm-hmm. where life begins. Marriage. Things that, marriage, things that God has already set very clear. The the church is to speak on God's biblical standard of marriage, period, and let the political waves roll where they may. The church needs to talk about where the Bible says, and of course science says as well, because we don't follow the science here, mm-hmm. uh, where life begins, What what there are two genders from Scripture, and then let the politics fall where they may. But then, because we, unlike the apostles, unlike the early church, we're not yet in a tyrann- tyrannical dictatorship, and God has given Americans uh, the the right to go out in a constitutional republic and voice their opinion, and also to go and vote. Which so is th- incredible, by the way. So, so then everybody should do that. But the point is, we can't get to the point where politics becomes more important than theology. You know, our, our patriotism can't become theistic. Our flag can't become a holy relic. Cause, it, it's, cause, a, because, it's a because, sea level. It's because, a sea level topic because race. it's not. Yeah. Right. And and when you cloud those two, I, I was making this example yesterday. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, I said, you know, when you have a puzzle piece, it has to fit perfectly. And look, I, talking from a guy who's 
who's who's a follower of Christ, and I'm I'm being I'm maturing, I'm being sanctified. There's things today I may think I have right that I realize pretty quick I don't have right. I'm growing over and over and over again, but I'm I'm finally decided to grow. Okay, because mm-hmm. believe it or not, Christ really is strong enough to change people. I don't know if y'all know that, mm-hmm. but anyway. But what I said, when you take politics and some of these things that are worldly and even patriotism, which there's nothing wrong with patri- there's nothing wrong being proud of your country. There's nothing wrong with honoring those that, that died for our country. Nothing wrong with being glad you're in a free country and, and doing what you can do to keep that freedom. That's great. But when you take patriotism, nationalism, politics, and you try to take Christianity and following Jesus and you say, over oh, here's this piece of here, – here's the puzzle piece and here's the puzzle – Politics and patriotism and nationalism and all that, it just doesn't – it won't fit right, and, and, and it just never fits perfectly. It's, a, it's out there, and you should participate in it, and you should be part of it, but it can't become – this God and country thing can't be clouded that somehow America's mascot is God and America is God's favorite, and to be an American is to be a Christian. That is just not correct. And, and, and so that's um, – I, I will tell you, the persecuted church around the world, you know, we have a friend of ours that was visiting Coptic Christians in Egypt, and they were having church in a cave, hiding from the people that wanted to kill them. And, of course, the American pastors immediately started asking what they needed the American church to help them with, and the guy laughed at them. He said, y'all need to learn from us. We don't need to learn from you. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, so we're back. Fourth uh, uh, of July is coming up uh, on uh, Saturday, and that is something to celebrate. It is, and um, of course, you know, if you, you have not been redeemed by Christ, you're not free. But uh, you know, there's people probably more free in places that are not independent if they know Jesus and you don't. But um, as far as the country is concerned, uh, it is a big day, and uh, and certainly there's been a lot of great things that. Uh, we have been afforded because of those people who did so much to try to say, you know what, we want to try to build something that would afford people maximum potential to be achieved through maximum liberty. And as I said before, let's not uh, let's make sure no one's denied liberty, but let's do not remove liberty. But you know, Americans, if we've got no matter how important the gathering may be, you know what it usually means: excuses to eat and drink. That's all right. And uh, so we we have Fourth of July coming up. It is. This Saturday, grills will be hot. Thanks to Father's Day, there'll be tons of Rick and Bubba spatulas out there, Bubba. Oh, and I love they'll, getting they'll, those pictures, Rick. Be, and we're working on another grill item that I think y'all going to like, too. But it's not available yet. I don't <laughs> want to be a Dairyberry. So um, we'll get it available we're soon. We're just saying what else would help. What else, what would, else help. would help. But we, they have this story, and, and I actually – someone called in one of the phone trolls a minute ago, and we never got to their call. And they were asking, before we even get into this thing, talking about steak, and what guys, all of you, if you're going if it's it's Fourth of July and the grill is hot, what is your preferred thing on the grill? That's what the caller was asking. We'll go burgers most of the time. Burgers, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, it, it's, we're including special occasions, the whole nine. We're saying I if mean, you can put anything that's you a want. That's for me. I just go steak. steak. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, Greg, I'm just saying the family sends. I like well, he's that, said, but he's asking. He's not asking that question. He's asking me. I'm what asking is my favorite. If, if you say I'm going to the grill, it's Fourth of July, and I can cook whatever I want to cook. What would be your favorite? This steak for me Personally, all day long. Personally, it'd be steak, but as far as like Lisa's not big into steak, so we grill a lot of chicken, which I love. You know me and chicken. You like I chicken, like don't good, you, buddy? Mm-hmm. Boneless breast soaked in a little Dale sauce and throw it on the grill. That's pretty good. Baby brother mm-hmm. likes his chicken. You and your spiral dog, too. Terry is all about that. Yeah, Thanks. I love, Thanks, buddy. I love a spiral dog. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, Bubba, what about you? Hamza, you oh, I'll, I'll go filet in a minute. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm, but I'm, I gotta, it's got to be you know medium to medium rare for sure. I may surprise. And then you'll put ketchup on it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I eat ketchup with every meal. I may surprise wow. y'all. I may surprise you a little bit. I really, really like. Now they asked about Fourth of July, and you know, I get. I'm, I'm probably. I'm really more likely to cook a steak out on the grill in cooler temperatures. I don't know why, hmm. but if I'm in the in the hottest summer, and I'm on the Fourth of July, I'm Memorial Day, something like that. I will. If I can get away with it, I love barbecue pork chops. Boy, yeah. I love okay. to put some chops on that grill huh. and bathe those babies in barbecue Ooh. sauce and nurse them home. But I, I just, boy, I love that. I like a good pork chop. But 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 I, I, <laughs> hearing that, it sounds like a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, great, like we said before, one of the great things about being a Gentile is access to pork. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, are you going? Are you going boneless? Or are you going center cut? Center cut. Yeah, you yeah. gotta leave the bone. Well, if you're going, if you're going to leave the bone, don't go first cut. They're cheaper, but they're great. no. I love center cut. I love yeah. a center cut pork chop. I ain't afraid of that's it. A good, that's a good chop. You know what I like sometimes? Now, I do love these big ones that I get. Now, that's a at, chop I can get into. Yeah, at, at the at the butcher shop. But can I tell you, Don't I, give me more I know that. this isn't real popular. Chop, you know, chop. I, got, yeah, I, got, I, got, I was just in the middle of the Senate, so I had yeah. to finish I mean, it. But the got a wide and laugh. Yeah, right. If I'd have got to the end of it and then you'd said it, we'd be roaring right <laughs> yeah. now. But, but well, anyway. No chance of that. <laughs> so, but I really like, and I know that this is, may not be that popular, I if I'm going to go barbecue sauce, I really like those little bitty thin pork chops that you put on there, and they're 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 all, they're, they're yeah. very thin, and they cook pretty quick. It's and like ba- a breakfast pork. Yeah, chop. and bathe them in a little bit of uh, barbecue. But but they're talking about with steaks because I do love a steak too. What cut you like the most, fillet? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I'll do a fillet mignon. You know, I can do the bone in ribeye stuff too. Mm-hmm. But now, are we asking which one I'm going to eat because I'm trying to do better? Which one do I want? The fillet is to me that I'm gonna have the ultimate meal. Yeah. See, I, I disagree with that. The fillet is my least favorite to eat, but I eat it the most because it's the more healthier okay. choice. No, no, oh, no. It's not healthier? big enough. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not big enough. Oh, yeah. It's, good. It's not big enough. I don't like that I'm out there cooking a ball of steak. It takes forever <laughs> to get through it. I love either a T-bone, uh-huh. either a T-bone or a ribeye. Okay. They got so much more flavor. A fillet doesn't have a lot of flavor. You're I, gonna laugh mm, at me, Rick, I, but I, I like especially mm. if I had to order one out. I, I don't mind a good sirloin if it's done right. You ain't eating sirloin. What are we doing? Like are we it. back in I college? I mean, well, why are we eating sirloin? <laughs> if it's done right, I like a good sirloin. No. I do. Greg. Helmsy, what kind of steak? A T-bone. Yeah, I love a T-bone. Yeah, that's, that's what about great. when you get over at filet side on the T-bone? Eat that oh, little part yeah. over on the side. Woo. And then you know all the bone. Go with the porterhouse. Porterhouse, that's a lot of steak. You got a lot going on there. But porterhouse is a dandy. Uh, and then we get into cowboy. this. We get into this story today, which I don't like at all. You know, the, the way they, you cook the meat to me is everything. Oh, of course. I mean, oh, no doubt. And yeah. you know, I, I've told you, I grew up. My mom and dad were kind of like 
what you you said your mom is that they would cook it so well done oh it yeah. was like chewing a tire to me so i'd rather eat a hot dog when i was a kid no you're right it's like wild game people say i don't like wild game because they've never had it prepared right right, right. Yeah, and right. you know what else you can't do you can't get on that grill and 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 i hate to say it make make chicken salad out of you know what yeah if you got a bad piece of meat out there there's only so much you can do with you're it. right yeah. Yeah. And you better have a good piece of meat. Yeah, you can't cook. <laughs> you can't cook a bad piece of meat into a good meal. But I disagree. This <laughs> right. one store we have says everybody likes the cook, the steak. The most popular way is medium well. Mm-hmm. Well, I hate that. It's Bob. Well, I think one percent point. I think is come on. Medium, 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 yeah. medium is second. Yeah, medium I can handle. Mm-hmm. Anything medium back to rare that direction. Anything medium to well done, I hate. I got to go medium. See, back I used to, rare. to not be that yeah. way, but I, I've, I've, if I, as I've got older, I have progressed toward the rare end of the spectrum. If I don't have any women, I think that's natural. Yeah, if I don't have any women with steaks on the grill, because I don't like, I don't like trying to pull some off and then you know. finish the other, so I pretty much cook them all the same usually, which puts me in the medium zone. Yeah, to me, it's it, smart, it's safe. Yeah, but if it's just me and the boys, we're medium rare. Yeah, because that's how I'm a medium that, guy. That, that, that's how it tastes the best. I don't do rare. Medium rare. I'll yeah. take medium well over rare, but I'm a medium guy. Okay. Now, Rick, I, I, for a minute, I, me dad, dad, oh, no, he was over the rare. line. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody should eat meat as rare as our dad. He's still <laughs> bleeding. No, no, he, seriously, it is. <laughs> it's really just browned. <laughs> yeah. Greg, am I exaggerating? It's, it's purple on the inside. It's not even pink. Yeah, it's purple. <laughs> it, it, it looks like somebody <laughs> took a steak and Pull went. the horns went off. Went and took it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. no exaggeration. Ooh, I like that chart. Mm. All right. We'll take your Good phone chart. calls on uh, on this as well when we come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being here. Hope you have a great 4th of July weekend. Tomorrow, a Rick and Bubba replay. An entire show played back in its entirety. The whole show is off tomorrow for the 4th. And then we'll be back on Monday. Also, don't forget, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, will be available on 4th of July. Our guest, Greg's wife, my sister-in-law, Lisa Burgess. She will be interviewed today. We'll record that. It'll be available to you coming up this weekend. Uh, All right, so I do want to point you to Ancestry.com. Did you know, for those of you that may be trying to uh, check out your lineage and your ancestry and you've maybe even used it before, they now have, um, and they have access to it at Ancestry.com, a huge collection of 36 million U.S. young men's draft cards that even show personal details like where they lived, how they looked, and more, gives you a deeper sense of what their lives were actually like. Uh, you know, everyday folks that stood up when our country needed to, and not just our country, the world uh, needed them, and they did it. So there, uh, there, there's a lot of information. So if you have a loved one or a relative that served uh, in WW2, uh, there may be more information about this family member than, than there were maybe was available the, the last time you, ch- you checked, or maybe if you've ever checked. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Start exploring today. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so I see on the celebrity hotline, uh, Gary the Bulldozer Man is checking in, the Spurmaster himself. The preacher man says it's the end of time. And the Mississippi River, she's rolling dry. 
Everybody's favorite country boy, Big Gary. <laughs> with two R's, by the way. Gary with two R's. <laughs> you're going to get mugged and you go downtown. You know why? One R wasn't enough. One R was not enough. How about it, Double R? Welcome to the show. What, what's what going? about it? Hey, what you y'all doing? Hard, y'all a bunch of hard-working fools, I can tell you that. Yeah, we're getting after it, Gary. <laughs> yeah, y'all work four days and have to take off on Friday. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, we, you know, we weren't on vacation but seven days last week. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I wish I could get me a job like that sometimes, but I'm sitting here in front of the grocery store watching these folks coming in out wearing masks and gloves. What do you think about you that? Know, I had more. I, I don't know. I had more in it. My wife bought me a box of them gloves, and best I could tell, that one of them was left handed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just don't wear them masks. You know, you ain't supposed to wear it. It's a law. You ain't supposed to wear a mask when you got a gun on you. That's true, Gary. Yeah. That's a good point. You're kind it of is. yeah colliding a little bit there. No masks. We got laws colliding. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, how'd the farm look Tuesday when you was over? Hey, I mean, you know, I got down there, and I thought to myself, "Hey, I mean, you, I mean, somebody thought they could have something, I guess." And you, know, you yeah. but no, it, it, Gary, it, it looked beautiful. You, 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 you do a good job of keeping keeping it nice. And and when well, you're when you're I'll done you when what, you're done taking guy. care of your other clients, and you finally get to me, <laughs> it means a lot. I know, I know. Well, I, I. I got somebody pulled up beside me. They hear me on the radio. Yeah, well, yeah, that's oh, well, the thing. Night. You know, people, yeah, if you get on the radio, people will hear it. Where do you go? Where are you going? Are you? Yeah. Gonna, are you? you know, give... I, I know. I speak for the audience. I'm glad you called in, Gary. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, how about this, Gary? Well, you gonna, you gonna give good. them your cell phone like you have everybody else in the audience? Uh-huh. No, I've quit giving that out. Yeah. I got too many people who want to call me. I got people take me. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, I know. You'll have that. Well, you don't yeah. sound happy. Where are you headed? Well, I ain't. I'm fishing to go. My dad got, I guess I burnt my dad gun weed eater up. I, I was going to weed eat down at the river. You know, I got uh, Casey, Casey and uh, Amanda's coming and spend a night with us Friday night and Saturday and hang out with us on the 4th. So. Who? Who? Who you just, you're just throwing names out. Yeah, like, they I mean, appreciate that too, I'm sure. I mean, you know, oh, hey, yeah. hey, hey, Casey and Amanda's come over you know, and Gwen. Tim you know, Tebow's instructor. Casey wanted, uh, Tebow's batting practice. T- Casey Smith. Does Tebow's batting practice. <laughs> Casey Smith. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Here. Didn't know their last yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're spending the night. <laughs> Sorry, Casey. <laughs> Gary, I've come to the conclusion that if, 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 if someone listens to this show and they know you, they can have your cell phone and come down the lake and stay if it wants to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I ain't like you are bubbling, you know. <laughs> you, are you going to make him a salad tonight? No, nah, we ain't having salad. We're gonna eat ribs and steaks. Mm. Ooh. But you don't I like a salad with your steak? Uh, I may, I may try some of them sparrow weenies. Those what? Sparrow weenies, you make. <laughs> I, don't, I don't make spare wings. Spiral dogs. <laughs> well, they still weenies, ain't? They? Oh, weenies! I thought you were saying wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you weenies! Oh, he was saying weenies. Wings. Okay, I got, I got no, you. I got to go. Uh, I got to go. Try to get this way to your feet. Well, I wish we were on Zoom right now Good. so we could see you. Oh, yeah. Gary, if we could, please. Oh, you don't want to see me. I got grass all over me. Yeah, so <laughs> you do. What's wrong with you? Is it the motor burned, burned up? up? Bird, yeah. or you just what? No, I don't know. It's clogged up or something. It's just half run. I done. 
I done beat it against the barn down there two or three times. <laughs> Finally cranked up one time, run a little bit, but I got to take it and see if my son-in-law and fix it down there at the Kubota place. Well, I, I guess you found – was there a moment in there you thought you could – you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, I thought I could have something. Can you have a weed eater? I, I got my – my neighbor was down there weed eating a while ago, and I slipped up behind him and hollered at him. He oh. liked to jump in the river. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. You get in your own little world doing that, don't you? So what so you're gonna cook uh, Gary, right now you got the grill heated up for Fourth of July. What are you gonna cook? No, I ain't got heated up yet. It ain't uh, no, yet. No, I'm sorry. No, but when you <laughs> sorry, Rick, I'm, creating, I'm creating a scenario. <laughs> Never mind. It is the gosh. Oh, okay. Yeah, what what you said ribs and what else? I don't know. I probably have ribs, potato salad, baked beans. May have a steak or two and hamburgers and hot dogs. Good night. <laughs> My Who all's coming, Gary? Besides Casey Smith. What is if you could only have one thing, Gary? Yeah, one what, what is thing. your favorite? If you're going to Rick's and he's cooking and he asks you, he says, I got every meat you could possibly think, what are you going with? Uh so. I'd probably I'd probably go with uh probably a steak. What type a good of cut? Ribeye, bone, ribeye. bone in ribeye. Probably mm. just bone in ribeye. <laughs> you gonna have a hey? You gonna have a nice little shad? No, I, I don't. You know, I like a little shad. That's what about eating them salads. You get that ter colitis or whatever you call it. <laughs> what, 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 what? 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 That's that's, that's an that's Indian. It wasn't Indian. I think. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's Kalaja. <laughs> well, when you get that Kalaja. Oh, Gary, thank you. Uh, uh, you know, a little bone-in ribeye and some salad. So are you going to do well, potato salad? Hey, did you ever find out what it is that stink in the house down there? <laughs> no, I, I've... I've, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've looked and I've looked and I've even, I even pulled the stove out uh, on Tuesday. And it, it's, well, I went by and got me a I went by and got me a chicken sandwich the other day, and I was eating there at the table, and I I could smell it. I turned everything in there. I opened that door; it had that red in there. Yeah, <laughs> that thing come out on me. It scared me. Yeah, we keep forgetting that we have the fake rat that jumps out of the <laughs> thing, and we'll go down there. And both of us start looking at it, and it got me. And I said, "Hide him, buddy." Especially if you smell, if, especially if you smell what you think is a dead mouse. Yeah, in the yeah, house, in the wall somewhere. And you're, you're going yeah. through all the cabinets trying to find it. I said, "Hide him, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> it's on me! Hey, yeah. now!" You know, I I told you as many people have been down there working, crawling up on that house. You know, I asked you, did somebody get trapped under there? No, he did. He said, he said, "Hey, we can't find it. Go look in the house. When them people may be dead under there." <laughs> So now I'm gonna I'm gonna get people crawling in there look like they're doing rats coming out of a box. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> you ever gonna get that outlet up? They need. They said they need another outlet. Come on, Gary. I don't know. You know, my my neighbor down there has had some problems last week. So yeah, but uh, you did you ever call Jeff like I wanted you to? I, I'm gonna, Gary. No, I, would, I, would, I think we're having just sort of like yeah, a meeting no, on which I love. I'm thinking, Gary, based on what he's going through right now, my timing's probably not. It's probably not time right now. No, I, that's the reason I texted you the other night. And said, yeah, you know, you yeah, might, yeah. might want to hold off on that because <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, I got you. Now I, I will <laughs> tell I will tell Bubba and them in the break though, when we, and when the hey, timing's right, we did, that's we, did, we did have an incident down there at his house. You know, I'm cutting them two. I'm having them three big trees just blocking this big. You know, flagpole down there. Oh, he's got a big flagpole. Yeah. He's got a big one, I tell you. But, uh, you know, I told you about his neighbor coming over and telling him to stop. Yes. Yeah. 
And uh, you heard about this, this the is guy called story. me. It was telling it. Said the neighbor come out there, and I said, "Well, I said you tell him to get back over on his side, and not worry about it. Y'all keep cutting." Yeah, oh, sounds. You know, it wasn't on his. It wasn't on his business. We was cutting somebody else's trees. I know, Gary, but that was that same strategy that got me in trouble with Tommy's mother-in-law. Is when you yeah. when you tell oh, yeah. when you tell your clients not to worry about something, and, yeah. then, and then it yeah. turns out to be kind of a, a big deal. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Well, I still got a puddle you know, of water I, over there where we got shut down right in the middle of the project. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that looks like a swamp over. I know, and, and Sherry Thanks, says Gary. you need to burn them trees you got stacked up over on her land too. Oh, Gary. But you can't, you can't, you can't burn on them submerged on the water. What do you say? I have no idea. So about water, you can't, you can't burn them when they're submerged underwater. Very good, Bubba. Oh boy, Bubba. Very good. Hey, Gary, you I speak Bubba. lazy, Lee. Hey, Bubba. Yep. Bubba. Happy fourth, happy fourth, man. Hey, back at you. <laughs> hey, Gary. See you right. later. Hey, wait. Hey, man. See you. I'm proud to be an American. Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show phone calls coming in. Let's go to uh, Jerry, who's on the road. Jerry, thanks for your patience. If you want to talk to us, lines are available. Jerry, go right ahead. What's on your mind? Well, y'all were talking about uh, barbecuing steaks and hot dogs and everything else, but you didn't go to the fish. A good salmon is a real good deal to cook on the grill. That's fantastic. You know, I just don't have any enthusiasm for that. I mean, I, I know that you're saying, well, Rick, you just need to try it. But my first reaction is, meh. Hmm. And, you know, with all the other options, I'm down to salmon on the grill. I mean, you realize how many options I got to go through to get the salmon? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> do salmon. And, and Rick, uh, you turned me on to okra on the grill. That's one yeah, of my favorite things yeah, now. Yeah, I yeah. almost make a meal out of that. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong oh, with that. But, if it's but, all available, I'll grab it. And it'll, and it'll be delicious. But you asked the question, what is our go-to, right. our favorite choice? But what our caller's trying to say, what we need to listen, is Rick, try something new. I've tried that. Have you? Yes. Mm. Well, it's not, it, when you put it up against the steak. Right. If it's a it's an obscure Tuesday night, sure. But I mean, if, if this is we're going all out because we're celebrating our Declaration of Independence, you can't go with salmon. I, I just can't. Uh, let's go to Keith in Huntsville. Maybe Keith, if I maybe if I'm at the beach. Keith, go ahead. Welcome to the program. I don't know. Hey, thank you, fellas. Hey, um, y'all have a reverse sear steak. Oh, by the way, munchy oh, yeah. grass green acres. Hey, go ahead. So, have y'all ever reverse seared a steak? No, no. What are you talking about no. exactly? No, the fact that we're Adler, to say what this you're is Adler's about. world. Yeah, I've heard about all this. Yeah, mm-hmm. what is, what and is it is good. What's he mean? What's next? Infrared. Yeah, yeah. Well, what you do, you know, if you get your steak on the grill at a very low, low temperature, get it to where it's just starting to sweat, and then <clears throat> get your chimney all built up, and then put your brand new hot coals on there, man, and, and sear that thing right before the steak is actually done. Instead of searing it first, man, it locks in those juices. You'll never have a better yeah. steak in your life. Too it big a hassle. It's a, it, it, you got to massage. It takes time Too and patience. And with this bunch, you don't get a lot of that. Unless but it, how can you lock in the juices if it's almost done? I, that's, well, well, you're searing it and you're closing it off in there. But, but again, you're but, right. Yeah, but it's at the end. If you do it at the right. beginning, I see that. Yeah, I sear mm-hmm. mine at the beginning, not the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but if I, I'm on a gas grill, I do. Yeah. So I, I understand what you're saying, but that sounds like it's kind of like that's where I am with the big green egg. It's too big a hassle. It's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, I love the green egg. Oh, I no, I. 
I'm sure it'll be great. I'm not willing to put in the effort to get it going. That's, that's it. And that's just that's just my personality quirks, all that. See, weekend at the lake, egg works. Uh, during the week at home, right. it has to be gas grill. That's right. Yeah. I uh, I gotta admit, guys, I haven't fired up my grill in over a year. I've been doing cast, cast iron, iron, cast yeah. iron only. It's it's just my new thing. Yeah, uh, and chicken, it is delicious. Chicken steak, yeah. anything. It's so so good. Uh, and then reverse seared. It, if you're dealing with a house or Slow apartment down. or whatever, Slow down. I, don't, Settle I don't know why I'm excited. Down. I, don't, I don't know. We're why okay. I'm okay. It's fine. Yeah. Um, oven. <laughs> hey, I'm right here. Pop it, <laughs> pop it in the oven. Get it to 132 internal. Uh, we got little meat thermometer stabber things. You know mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, then you're about right out medium rare. Then put it in the hottest cast iron you've ever. And some people even preheat the cast iron in the oven at like 500 degrees or whatever. Put that steak in the hottest cast iron you ever possibly could. Get that nice salty golden brown crust on it. Yes, uh huh, sir. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another <laughs> thing. Happy Fourth of July. I've got the cast iron at skillet out. <laughs> yeah, killing I, I, me. I, I, no, it's no, just my thing. Nobody puts an I apron on and stands next to a cast iron can, skillet. And you add some <laughs> rosemary butter in there and baste it in mm-hmm. there. Just scoop, plop, scoop, plop. That's what I'm talking about, boys. Yes, yes, steak. Eat it. Okay. <laughs> there was. I heard that speech earlier this week. <laughs> he left out a few things this time. Yeah. He did. He did. Uh, we continue to to uh, anonymous caller. Hello, anonymous. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. I'm just a midget. That's the exact reason Gary doesn't want to give his cell phone out anymore. You're right. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next call, Rick. <laughs> hey, Greg. Hey Greg, what's up? Greg? Greg was with us. I'm a little zoomer. Will I'm you, a little zoomer. We turn him just a little bit for the voice so I can see. It, no, because so we'll lose a mirror. I'm sorry. When you're the only <laughs> one on what? Zoom, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You can't even really participate, can you? No, you're kind of out there on no man's land. Yeah. <laughs> you should have been here when uh, Speed and I were sitting there. We had about we had a, we had a load of you out there with various computers. <laughs> oh yeah, it was really good. Uh, let's yeah, go I to Chris. Chris in Pensacola. Chris, go ahead. How do you follow that? Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah. Well, I was just commenting about the uh, steaks. I'm a medium rare guy, medium well. I'm sorry, medium well, and my wife's medium. And uh, I'm with Greg. I like a good sirloin. And Rick, we've been doing the spiral dogs, man. We're using the big all beef franks, the ones yeah. that you get at Sam's. Oh yeah. Oh man, we love them, man. We're actually doing some this weekend. Uh, back home for our family, so yeah, I, I just um, want to tell you, we love them. Yeah, thanks, man. I, I yeah, I, there's been a lot of folks that have done that, and Bubba brought up an idea, and I, we're pursuing it. We I, look, I just use a knife, but I know a lot of you like to, these apparatuses that'll do it. We're working on one now that may be coming to the Rick and Bubba store, and that way you can also yeah. get that to do the spiral dog if you're uncomfortable with working the knife to get the perfect spiral. So mm-hmm. so we look we're, we got some things brewing but the spiral dogs uh, I get a lot of great pictures of those cook some at the beach it was great. Yeah with and, the knife and, you got to be careful cuz if you can get in there a little deep and almost cut it in half. You got to be careful. Yeah, you got to it's got to be smooth. <clears throat> but look if there's ap- an apparatus that'll get it right every time I got no problem. Yeah, I'd like to have something Rick that looks like a hot dog bun with like blades in it. And you put the hot dog in it, and then you put a drill bit in the end and spin it around, and it, mm-hmm. it puts the lines in it. Well, I've got some things I'm working on for the Rick and Bubba store I think <laughs> you're going to like. And you know what? They're already in our colors. <laughs> they're, they're, they're this red and yellow. That's great. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to Paul in Huntsville. Paul, 100.3 The River. Go ahead. Paul. we got to have racks of ribs on the grill, y'all. Yeah, I like, I like ribs okay. Yeah, ribs are not my lead food. I, I, it's somewhere in middle in the pack. For sure. But when some somebody's got the, you know, when they put together the, uh, 
the the ribs perfectly, and they've spent time on. Them. I enjoy, it's almost like a rib is it's a it's a little it's a lot of work to mm-hmm. to eat a rib well, and, and to make them. to the burgers. You, we're almost like. Oh, you're making burgers, really? No, you I got you. No, the you burgers are the other end of the spectrum for Fourth of July. I agree with you. We're We're we've got a place that does. Mm-hmm. When you say ribs, I always think of little ones, you know, that are little, together, little like baby a, back, the baby yeah. backs. Mm-hmm. Baby, I like they, my baby, they, back, baby back, baby back, baby back. They make a rib with the meat on it that looks like it came off a dinosaur. I'm telling you, that thing's a foot long. <laughs> I mean, it looks like something a caveman would eat, and it is just falling off. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about a. What about you, Stacey? I'm, I'm about a six and a half on, on, on ribs. Ribs are, I, I like them, but. Yeah. The, the, well, I like this one. Lisa and Huntsville, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. You must try Connect a Sausage. Oh, yeah. Spiral it, cut it bun length, mm. and rub barbecue sauce on it. Mm. I use Blue's Hog barbecue sauce. Oh, yes. It is amazing. Yeah, let's give it up for Kaneka yeah. Sausage. Kaneka is my pregame. I put Me it too. on the grill Me and too. I nibble on it as I'm cooking other I things. I do the same and, thing. And feed no, it to the dog. Little paper plate with some mustard on it. Oh yeah, yeah sure. I got my. You need you need to spiral it with barbecue. Okay, sauce. I, so basically, do a Kaneka spiral dog. Yeah, I, people have been telling me about this. I haven't tried that yet, but I'm willing. Is your favorite side? Is it a, is it a baked potato? No. Y'all corn on the cob people? Oh, yeah. Oh, was that oh, Penny yeah. Marshall that just called? It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Incorporated. The, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, baked potato is, but, oh, you give me corn on the cob with butter on it, salt and pepper. Oh, Rick. Oh, corn on the Rick cob, and Bubba, yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport another hour, 26 and a half years strong, Rick and Bubba show moving on. And we'll talk to you uh, again this hour tomorrow, Rick and Bubba replay along all your Rick and Bubba platforms. That's an entire show played in its entirety, not a best of, but that should be some, it should be a memorable show. Uh, so enjoy that. We're all back together on Monday. All of Team Rick and Bubba off tomorrow as we celebrate the 4th of July and Independence today. Uh, interns helping out today. Uh, we've got Follow the Science and Nanny Nanny Brew Brew. And they'll get to your phone calls and we'll chat with you before the hour is over. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us in the autonomous zone we call the Rick and Bubba That's Show. That's the one right there. Greg's on Zoom because we'll interview his wife today on Rick and Bubba University, and he's helping with that tech technology and that setup. So if you uh, are going to be listening to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, on the 4th of July or the 4th of July weekend, our guest, Lisa Burgess, uh, the wife of the real Greg Burgess. So in, get ready for that. You'll enjoy that there this weekend. There you go. Um, so we keep talking about sports, sports, sports. I just got um, somebody showing me something on social media uh, from Mississippi State. One of my sons goes to Mississippi State. Uh, this will be his third uh, fall to be there, and he's actually there taking some classes and working on the campus radio station now. Brooks Bigelow Burgess. How's so, the radio thing going? Good, really good. It's very, really funny. <laughs> Listen to him. I, I love the I love the what technology. Day is it that he's on? He's on. He's on Monday through Friday right now, two to five. Oh, every day. Afternoon yeah. every, drive. He, did, he got had to do a 2 to 10 the other day because somebody didn't show up. Yep. Oh, you uh, hate that. But anyway, so. Never heard of that at the college. So we've been, we've been going to this tailgate setup, and if you've been listening to the stories the last two years, Sherry and I are actually more likely to go to the tailgate and then leave mm-hmm. than to even stay for the game because I can watch a game or I can tailgate. I can't do both. 
I can't watch a full football game <laughs> and all day of tailgating. I just don't have that in me, especially where we live when 90% of the games are in the blazing hot sun. Oh, so it is go down and visit, go to a little bit of the game or none of the game, or just go to the game and then visit after. So, uh, so anyway, but I just got an announcement from Mississippi State that seems to say tailgating is off. There'll be no tailgating this year. After, really? After careful considerations regarding the growing concerns around COVID-19, we've made the difficult decision to cancel football tailgates for the fall. And, Rick, in a related story, I heard that wow. ringing a bell can actually spread the virus. It may. Because you, you know, Easy now. It's bouncing it off the outside of it. Whoa. Hey, Bubba, look at me. Whoa. <laughs> hey, we, we didn't have spring training. Will we ever see Mike Leach coach a Mississippi State football game? I don't know. Hmm? I don't know. I was really looking um, forward to that. Rick, yeah. we, we already were talking about fans who do brave the elements to come out uh, signing waivers, and it looks like the NFL will probably follow that protocol too. I don't know if the waivers are any good or not. Um, if you've been watching the news over the past few years, uh, non-disclosure agreements and, uh, and, and liability waivers seems like you can sign the paper, but they never they, that really doesn't mean anything. They'll just go go ahead like you did them wrong anyway. Well, right? let's go back to baseball. Uh, I'm I'm I take a ticket that says on the back that I acknowledge I could be hitting the face with the ball, mm-hmm. but when I'm hitting the face with the ball, I still sue. Yeah, okay. and that kind of what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's it, the, what what I guess they're just saying so they can have some standing. See, yeah. I would say if you make the the decision in a free constitutional republic. To go to the ball game, you already say I'm willing to take the risk to watch a game, uh, and uh, and so uh, if you end up getting sick, that's on you, not the game. Yeah, and I know Helms, you you and I've been talking about. I think that should be the approach to sports anyway. Yeah, it's got to be. If you if you feel like you're at too high risk, don't go. Don't go. If you think that you're uh, at at minimum risk, go. Because there's a lot of people that have never had the opportunity to buy a ticket to go to some of these big-time games, and they might be willing to take the risk. I kind of think it ought to be buyer beware mm-hmm. and uh, go if you want to. But if, the, if these – and like you said, they might not hold up. But if these universities, these stadiums, these NFL teams, Major League <laughs> Baseball, whatever, if they don't have some kind of protection, that's what's going to – scare them from from actually putting anything on, especially college campuses. Well, why don't they just put it on the ticket like they do everything Yeah, else? that's what you, I was thinking, just on the back of the ticket. You can't sue if you get hit by a foul ball. You can't sue if a, you know, a punt comes up and stands. Or what you do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, that's the thing. Bubba, you bring up a point that I have not heard anybody discuss. and That's because, what I do. Well, because you're you're assuming ticket prices will be the same as they always have. Right. If, there's small, if there's a smaller amount of tickets, the prices are probably going to be raised, I would think. Well, again, demand, again, I mean, yeah. again, I think let the marketplace decide. Correct. It works yeah. itself out. If ticket prices want to go up, <laughs> let them go up. If they want to come down, let them go down. If you're scared of going, don't go. I'm just saying the argument if you, can't you made. Wait to get there. Go. You, yeah. The argument you made was right. there okay. may be somebody out there that has never been able to afford a ticket, right. and now they can. Because or maybe even to sit in a better spot. Well, we don't know if that's the case because we don't know what they're going to do with ticket prices. Look, well, I, I, you know how you find out. Let let yeah. put look. it out there and let the market decide. And some places it may go up. Some places it may go down. Yeah, uh-huh. Greg and I discussed this. Some of these football stadiums, undoubtedly, when they were built and some of the seating was <laughs> built, people were slimmer, and we weren't <laughs> we, we, we we weren't as fat as we are now. No, you know what happened. I, I, I do not know how some of you pay the money you pay to sit on the stadiums that still have the the bleacher part of the stadium, and you have a number. You have a number like sixty one or 
45 that's assigned to you and you see the, your number and you come by and the person already seated on 44, half their rear end is already on your 45, mm-hmm. and how y'all sit there together and watch a three-and-a-half, four-hour game, if it's on TV, I have no idea how you do that mm. on you know, an ongoing I, basis. I think some of the problem is that most of these stadiums started out as one thing, and then they were added to, added to, added to, and they never were designed from the ground up to be what they are today, and that's why you see a lot of that. And I think people were smaller. I no, we too. are fat. Well, yeah, you remember, right. I've told that, everybody says he's going to tell that story again, and I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The time that the people bought the house that was made that was in the 50s, and they realized that their dinnerware wouldn't fit in the pan, in the cabinets, and they realized that the plates that we eat off of today are much larger than mm-hmm. what they ate off of in the ate mm-hmm. off of in the fifties. So they took that, they went and found plates that would fit in those fifties <laughs> cabinets and begin to eat that portion, yeah. and they lost weight. Yeah, How about that. So uh, look at that. So, but no, th- there's no doubt that we're we are large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are large. <laughs> All right, the, the NFL said, for the first time said they're going to take the first six to eight rows and put banners on them and and not allow people to sit for down low. But, but if you want to spread us out in stadiums, mm-hmm. I'm really for that because yeah. they're very uncomfortable oh, to yeah. sit in. Yeah. Uh, so right, somebody said they want to clarify the start. Well, thing I've Rick. I've gone back and looked at the thing from the alumni association. It's been sent to me, and in big, bold letters, it says we've made the difficult decision to cancel football tailgates for this fall. Is this just your group, though? What are we going to do about the junction, Rick? Have you jumped up there and said your no, group? Are what, you sure that, that email is no, not from Lane Kiffin? It may be. <laughs> so, Ro- Robert, in start- I think Rick's wishful thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, don't get ahead of me. Uh, Rick, you're faking this to show to share. You are. Robert, in Starkville, uh, so how, how can that be clarified? Is that statement just not right? Good morning. Yeah, uh, I'm one of the faithful tubers here. Oh, thank you, buddy. And I heard. I heard your comment, and the actual uh, quote from the website says, we've made the difficult decision to cancel the official Alumni Association tailgate for this fall. Oh, Rick, that's just one tent. Yeah, well, that's, you that's have just your bunch. Everybody in Starkville, Rick. Mississippi, yeah, because somebody is, grab a cowbell. I mean, Rick. quick, <laughs> right. What have you done, Rick? Rick no, good news, that's Rick. what it says. That's what it says. You've but, created a bulldog controversy. <laughs> but to, to your to your point, you're going to be the guest on Brooks' show today. <laughs> but but to your point, it was sent by the alumni association, but it has all the Mississippi State, Mississippi State stuff on it. So if 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 you right. receive this and you're not an alumni. It just looks like it says, "Hey, that Mississippi State has canceled the tailgate." So, are you can the junction tailgate right, or I not, John, Robert? Yeah, yeah. Am, am I going to the dog diner? Yes or no? <laughs> so, yeah, is it on or off? That's it. I'm emailing the dog diner. Hey, good news, Rick. You may still be on. Good news, <laughs> good news Rick. Was, good news, Rick. You'll still be able to tailgate. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for thank you. That's I'm not out yet. Thanks for destroying <laughs> Rick's plan, Robert. It's all right. Look, and I'll be starting there. a mild controversy at Mississippi State. <laughs> okay. Rick, they want to know if you can go on this afternoon and okay. talk about what this. Okay. Well, look. Yeah. You know what? This this you will think help the phone's me, ringing now. This will help me get this will help me get correct information. The, uh, I see Thurlow. I see Thurlow with a receiver in his hand right now. <laughs> isn't it I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard. Listen, isn't it isn't it sad that Robert the Tuber knew it before Thurlow did? <laughs> okay. Uh, what uh, really? Rick just canceled all the tailgates. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's there over. People texting each other right now, yes, man. Yes. Do you realize how close I was not having to go? 
mean, think about the person that, that turned the car off. Do you know what you have started at the university today? <laughs> You're right, Speedy. Yeah, People. think about the person that turned the car off just when you said that. <laughs> now they're in their building going, hey, man, I heard what Rick said. It's over. <laughs> well, you know what? They can clarify that. <laughs> Rick said they're blocking the roads off. You can't even get in Rick, I think, I think what happened is you got that email, and it was legit that the it's that actually, group is not going to have yeah, their tailgating, yeah. but in your mind, you were looking for such a way to get out of that. You just read it to No, I like going down there and standing for four hours when it's 98 degrees and, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and, no and, and oxygen level is zero. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, but uh, you know, and seeing my son for ten minutes, right, right. The uh, so um, yeah, yeah. I kind of oh, prefer just kind of saying I'm coming over. Let's have dinner. Would not mm-hmm. you actually dog yeah. and you know, yeah. and, as opposed to they come by on their way to where they really want to be. Yeah. Uh, no, it's great. It, it has been a lot of fun. Rick. Are you reading down a little bit? Just, trying to find <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> trying to find that friend, no, no. small print. I'm actually texting Sherry back. Say, wait a minute. Now I think we're still. <laughs> <laughs> you already know Sherry was over. <laughs> Rick, just don't tell any different. <laughs> all right, all right. Thurlow, wah, said for, wah, wah. <laughs> Thurlow said, for the record, I did start to text you the clarification, but knew somebody else would. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, but he, was, he was beaten by Robert the Tuba. <laughs> hey, Greg, you think the phone's ringing over there at the headquarters? Oh, my goodness. Oh, They're going to answer that question all day. Of course, it's just a matter of time, too. Where'd you hear that at? Hey, Rick hey, Murger. You're right. It, 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 by the way, all, all we're going to do is hear that later then. <laughs> Right. <laughs> what are we talking about? There won't be a game. There won't be any tailgating. Hey, see somebody just turned the car off just then. What? They think you're right. How about this? I'd, I'd be surprised if there's <laughs> it, it, Unless there's a miraculous turnaround. Here we go. It is 22 minutes past the hour, 30 seconds a pop. Largest number of people, shortest amount of time. Let's get it. A long distance, directory assistance, every quote two on two. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program will come to a close, and then we'll move on to the, the next caller as quick as we can. Here's what it sounds like. And, uh, and then we'll get to the next one, 30 seconds. Let's start with Mark in Missouri. Mark, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick, love the show, man, and everything you stand for. I appreciate that. Thank you very uh, much. Hey, clar- clarification on the Mississippi State. What I've seen on the on the Internet is that the, the alumni have a tailgate inside of the, of the alumni center. So it's an inside tailgate that they canceled. But my son is a senior at Ole Miss, and they pretty much told them the Grove was going to be closed. Oh, did this they? Year. So it's pretty much, yeah, it's all around Oxford that that's going to happen. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, that's the thing, because where we are, of course, is, um, is right outside the junction. So... <laughs> The alumni one has been canceled, and I thought it was everything. And but you, with you saying the Grove's been canceled, I wonder if it's just a matter of time. And then somebody just put on Twitter now: just cut my cough to go into work. Heard Rick and Bubba announced the SEC season has been canceled. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what though: it's gonna have an uphill climb because that election sitting there in November. If, if you think if you think yeah. there's not an attempt to keep this chaos going in November, then you know you're just a naive person. Uh, um, Bubba, it looks like Nopi's calling. What Nopi? Are you kidding? Nopi's back. Uh, I've got multiple Nopi's. Uh, <laughs> or, so, How can we have that many yeah. Nopi's? Is this Nopi here? Nopi. Hello. Right. Nopi. Oh, I see. they've picked up. They don't realize that that's Nopi. All right. Still haven't put us on. All right. Here, here we go. Right, here's. A, I think oh, this is the real. We got a Nopi. Is this the real Nopi? This is Nopi. Hey, Nopi. Nopi. Hey, where have you been? 
Nope, where, where are you? Look, please look. I, I don't know, Baba. You always ask me. I don't know. So you don't know because, I mean, that's what that's what lost is. You don't know so where you are. So you're still right? lost? Every day is quarantine to me. Yeah, well, that's true. You've been <laughs> you've been quarantined a while, Nopey. Still I've no- been quarantined my whole life and nobody cares. <laughs> right. Nobody, nobody will come get you. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Nope, I'm so sorry to hear that. So I guess you don't have big plans for the fourth, huh? I show up sad. You're so upset. upset. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you said you did you, you, uh, you didn't. So you, you weren't saying you just went to the bathroom. You said I'm so upset. <laughs> oh, uh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> I so upset. Rick said there's no tailgating in space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to the alumni tailgate, you're it's out. <clears throat> Yeah, hold on. I got to shop it. Let me get a little pole here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, it's a little tiny, nopey cowbell. <laughs> nopey, I didn't know you were a wow, state fan. Nopey, wow. It was so hard, it took two poles. Oh, it took <laughs> yeah. two poles. Heavy. It's a heavy yeah, bar. Let me put, let me put. Oh, I got to put it down. Greg, you know there's a visual going with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> he's got it. Greg can't believe he's on Zoom. Feels so outside looking at him. Uh, the, uh, I can't believe he drove to Washington. <laughs> right. Look at him now. All right, what? I gotta go. Me and my car got to go. Nope, can't help you with that one. Uh, try again. I think we lost him. We lost him. No, he, somebody he must have been coming. Yeah. See, now Nopi's upset. It's mm-hmm. just alumni We're tailgate. Yeah, the junction probably won't be canceled till mm-hmm. next week or so. <laughs> uh, Joe in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Joe, go ahead. Yeah, man. Uh, I just got breaking news, man. Uh, Lane Kiffin done got six people to transfer from Mississippi State, thanks to Rick. Yeah, sorry about that. He's promising all kinds of tailgate free buff, uh, bu- free buffets for all the old uh, Mississippi State kids. <laughs> but I tell you, that was the thing I had to get used to the last couple of years because I never was really a tailgater. Is that people will come to eat your food and, and not even ask? I mean, it's it's. Mm-hmm. That well, was weird. I, yeah. You would always let them have some, oh. but you prefer they go, hey, can we have a bottle of that? Well, if well we, if we haven't got into it yet. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And it depends on if they're wearing their mask or not. <laughs> right. So, right. So, so tailgate crashing is big for college students. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Look, Gre- Greg and I mastered, I mean, how you could also, and, and we're not proud of this, uh, mm-hmm. how you can crash mm-hmm. dinner on the grounds on Wednesday nights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're out if you're out riding and you're kind of poor and you don't have any money and you see a rural <laughs> church having – Wednesday night dinner. Mm-hmm. If you pull in there and walk up as a visitor, you'll get to eat. <laughs> good food, too. It is very good food. <laughs> very good food. Now, you're going to you have to listen to a message. But, right, I mean, sure. but the, the food was fantastic. My luck, I'd pull up on some snake handler bunch. They'd hand me a timber rattler while I, they were making my plate. <laughs> Here, hold this. Right. What they really need, but I don't know why they're doing that because really what they need to be holding is a worm. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Dirt eater. Uh, dirt eater. All right. Here's somebody Bubba keeps asking this on in an email talking about what grilling about tailgate. Uh, yeah, well, yes, in a, in a way. <laughs> I've heard y'all talking about grilling okra, but I have not heard how it's done. It, it's really not a big deal. Uh, you know what? This is going to blow your mind. It's amazingly simple. It really, if, <laughs> if you just take okra, wash it off. 
And it's good to get one of those things like you cook fish on or something like that that kind of keeps because the okra will fall through the grill if, if it's not. You, you it's like not a pan with holes in it. Yeah, that, the pan yeah. with holes in it, lay it up there, put the, put the okra on top of it. Just let it brown on each side and get crispy. Bring it out, put it in a bowl, put some sea salt or regular salt in there, and then slosh it around. Mm-hmm. And then put it down on the table and eat it. Let me tell you how Betty does it. She likes to roll it in a little olive oil. Yeah, man. And then what I do is I put it in there and I roll it around. And then when any part of it turns black at all, right. I take it out. Yep. Any part black, take it out, take it out, take it out. And yep. you bite into it, it is so juicy. Yep. And I cannot it believe how good it is. It's real It good. tastes like fried okra, but it's not. Right, and it's real simple. Hmm. Nothing to it. you got to burn that fuzz off. Yep. yep, burn, burn the, the fuzz. Out. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Bubba, 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, check O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events there at rickandbubba.com. July 19th, I'm I'm honored to be asked, and hopefully it's going to continue to happen, to speak at Man Church. This is Bethlehem Baptist. They're implementing the manchurch.com men's discipleship strategy, and I'll be there to kick that off in Hazel Green, Alabama, July the 19th. Make a note of that, Bethlehem Baptist Church. All the details are at rickandbubba.com. July 24th, just got an email from a... Uh, the pastor there at Lexington uh, Baptist Church in Lexington, Tennessee. That'll be July 24th. They are also doing Man Church and implementing uh, the men's discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com. Looking forward to kicking that off for them on the 24th of July. Right now, as we speak, and again, we're watching as everything unfolds, these events are scheduled, and as of now, they are going to happen, and that would also include the Gridiron Men's Conference. In Huntsville, Alabama, they have a, a great lineup for you there. I'm honored to be back joining that lineup coming up again this year uh, in Huntsville. We moved it from Father's Day weekend to August, the weekend of August 21st. Right now, that is still holding. Uh, so make notes of those. Keep up with them because of the times we're living in. Probably need to be looking more than you would say in the past because they may be changing or being fluid or moved to different dates. But right now, these are some that I can tell you are holding, and you can find them at rickandbubba.com. Under events, think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Uh, we're, we're, you know, got a lot of phone calls coming in. I'm trying to sell everything down about, <laughs> about someone who sent me something on Twitter to tell me that I, my family wouldn't be tailgating at Mississippi State this year. Right. Uh, only to discover that was just the alumni tailgate, and I, I apologize. I apologize, and and I do blame our listeners, but I have to blame myself for not vetting it out mm-hmm. for doing a shoot ready aim. Right, uh, but it's caused a little confusion. You saw what it did to Nopi, uh, and it looks like now we have uh, Coach O calling oh, out of uh, Baton my. Rouge. Oh, Coach, wow! Welcome to the program, buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, good. I agree. Yeah, and happy Fourth to you too. Uh, well, no, 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 Coach. The the the, it's just the alumni tailgate. I know that may have caused some issues there at Baton Rouge too, because you know people think that it, you know what you know what rolls downhill, don't you? Well, I'm a phone president. I'm doing tailgate. Oh, That's I, no, I agree. hundred. I'm sorry for the confusion, Coach. I think he just left. Okay. Is it, he yeah, just hang yeah, up? Yeah, I think we yeah. See, Rick, you, you've gone from Coach O to Nopi 
or Nopey to Coach O, I should say, everybody from, from across the spectrum it. is absolutely freaking out. I know. I, I'm sorry. I, it was look. I should not have done. This is what I've done. <laughs> I've, I've I've done a shoot ready aim. Yeah. I looked at, at at the Twitter. Somebody said, "Hey, you need to look at this. It looks like you're not tailgating this year." And I took that and I just put it right on the air mm-hmm. without betting it out. That was a mistake. Right. And it had the, it had the colors. It had the logo. Like uh-huh. an official announcement, and you know what? It was an official. It was an official announcement. It was a little from the, Hey, from the alumni association. Yeah. Uh, so, I think they'd know, right? And I have to blame a Mississippi State alumni uh, because I guess they got that email. So I'm sorry. Look, right now, dog diner's on. There's <laughs> people wonder, just standing in the junction looking around. I wonder what they're starting to think out there at Oregon State. I wonder what Bucky Beaver's doing. <laughs> well, there's, there's yeah, probably got some out there. That just crossed my mind. Well, there's enough time left. You might find it. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, who, Bernie Sanders, who, you know, who's heard about <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, he'll, he'll think it'll affect the less fortunate. Right, yeah. Because that was free food, which Bernie loves. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie, have, look, socialists love tailgates. Because <laughs> you know what it is? Somebody else pays for the food. Yep, yeah. Yep. So, but but I, oh, who's that? <laughs> Looks like Tebow's on eleven. Tim Rick. Tebow, Look, yeah. Oh my goodness, is this is, is this upset Tebow? Well, I th- I think so because it is it's absolutely spreading like wildfire right now. It's it's social media is saying that you caused this. I, it is on me. It's yeah, hundred percent on me. I, yeah, I don't even blame the person who gave me bad information on Twitter. It, by the way, I did recognize the number. It is Tebow. Oh hey, hey this Tim. is what sleep does. Hey, hey Tim, sorry, buddy, <laughs> Tim. Fellas, this is Tim. I, I got a lot of ha- uh, time on my hands right now since baseball's been shut down. But I got this message. They said something about we're shutting all the tailgates down in the SEC this year. No, no, Tim. That that was a mistake on my part. I, it just the Mississippi State alumni tailgate is not going to happen. How, how does that make you feel, because, Tim? Well, I, I feel better because when I tailgate, I tailgate like no other. I, I go harder, faster. I tailgate. You've never seen anybody tailgate the way I can tailgate. I promise you this from this day forward. You will never see nobody tailgate like me. I promise that. <laughs> That's the key. That's the key. Hey, this is Tim Tebow, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba Show. Just two amazing guys. Oh, living life together. Living out their dream together. <laughs> see, I've caught it's his own me. You know I'm what sorry. just happened? That was the mascot thing. Uh-huh. We couldn't see him. Right. You're right. And it, it, yeah. I'm telling you, it you're changes right. things. You're, you're, you're 100% right. So sorry, guys. That's on me. Ooh. Now, what about Bernie Sanders and Bucky Beaver? Well, did, 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 do we ever get uh, any of them? Uh, 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 one of them may be calling now. I don't know. Here's somebody else. That may be it, Coach Johnson. Is, it, it, is, is that? It, 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 okay, no, it's fine. Yeah. Who is it? I, I don't know who it is. That's, we'll have well, to we hadn't heard from Coach Johnson. Hello? I just thought about it. There's people calling. There's people calling from everywhere. I don't know who it is. I, I hope it's. I don't, I don't Are we know. doing the night before Christmas yeah. in July? Oh, okay. I, oh, okay. I don't know, I don't know who it is. <laughs> well, answer the phone, Speedy. Let's see. Why, why, are, we, why are we keeping adding to the mystery here? Yeah. Hello? Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, Road Tide. Oh, oh wow. Dickie and Admire. Dickie. Huh? Hey, hey, I just got the news. What it, what's going on in Starkville? <laughs> well, I think, it, I think that may be misinformation, Dickie. Uh, now, if I was you know, a Mississippi State fan, I'd cancel every season. That's Dickie! <laughs> Road Tide. Dickie! <laughs> you can't. Dickie, it's just alumni state, I think. Yeah, well, they would like to cancel their matchup with the tie to get this year. Road Tide. <laughs> Dickie! Stop it, Dickie. Stop it. <laughs> hey, what Burgess said, does that mean we won't have tailgating down at Dryden, didn't he? 
Oh, it could spill over to that. What do you think, Bob? No, I think I think Saban's already ordered the COVID virus not to be there. <laughs> you know, there's a 100 percent chance that Nikki Saban will not get COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I agree. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but uh, Bama, Rick- fans, Bama fans are not afraid to win, and we're not afraid of the virus. <laughs> just plow right through it. Yeah, right. But, right. I, but I need clarification, Bubba. Maybe you can help me. Could you take the mic on and not let Rick have it? Yeah, well, <laughs> well we're going to start checking his text before he goes on I, air with it. I right. ask you something, yes or no, do Phyllis and I need to gas up the RV for the tight season? Yes or no? I would gas her up and be in standby mode. Right, yes, yes. Road tide. And it's just Alabama. <laughs> listen, it's just the alumni at, at, at Mississippi State. Right, not right. not all tailgate. The whole school. Uh, right yeah, now it's yeah, not. That yeah, might come yeah, later. Check but. next week. But yeah. Hey, will the will the will the alumni still have the tailgate at Bright Denny? Because you know I'd like to get my picture made with Derek Lassie. <laughs> 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 oh, there he goes. There he goes. Wow. <laughs> Well, Rick, I hope you're happy. You've created quite a stir out there. So. Yeah, I mean, Bernie Sanders. If you get Dickie Nabby and Phyllis mad at you, you got problems. Yeah, I know it. I know it. That's well, I, I don't mean to. I mean, it just I, it's what I thought I saw, right. and what I knew was 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 incorrect, and 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 I didn't know it. I thought I was all confident. It, it had a logo on it, and I was I was all fired up about it. I thought it was right, and uh, it looks like dipping Dan's call. Now, My see, goodness. now we're getting every SEC Man. fan out well, there. Well, Dickie stirred him up, Dan. Hey. Hey, 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 Dan. This is the Rick and Bubba show. What? It's still on? Yeah, you're on. You're on, Dickie. You're live. I mean, uh, uh, I thought Dan. You guys had done, I thought you guys had done been taken off the air. Not yet, Dan. <laughs> Not yet. It's only a matter of time. Uh, I, I looked on there and I didn't see Greg. I thought y'all were off. No, well, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no we're not off. Yeah, we're not off. Yeah, I know it's. Hang you. on just a minute. Okay. Hey, you done with that cup, buddy, and have that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So we got we so we own or we off. I'm confused. <laughs> now, now, as of right now, Auburn I don't think is affected by this at all, Dan. No. And we apologize. I know that you know on your way to vote for Tuberville, you probably were looking for updates. <laughs> but uh, the yeah, I don't know. Some Bama fan got a hold of his bus last night. I know. Did you see his butt? T- uh, no bus. Bus. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the it, bus. The yeah. bus. He rides on the school. You know the bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We know. Yeah, because uh, you know a former Auburn coach, Tommy Tuberville, for those around the country. <laughs> is running for a Senate spot mm-hmm. uh, to get the Republican yeah. nomination and then take on the Democrat, you know, dynamic Dougie Fresh. And his one of his buses, campaign buses, burned on the side of the road, right? Or oh, wow. in the you parking lot. You better find old Ned Meyer and see if he got a match in his pocket. Well, you know, that's true. That's true. I, I doubt Ned that Meyer. that guy could trees. Is he in the neighborhood? No, 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 no. no, no. He's, he's Harvey Updike. No, he's yeah. not. But, no. but the tailgating's not affected. Then that's on me. I, I put out. Bad information on one of the SEC schools, and now all the SEC fans think that yeah. I've canceled. Panic, Rick, is what they're doing. Tailgate, panic. So yeah, far, we're not really worried about it, Rick. All but the basketball school now, anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh Dan! <laughs> I gotta see you. We got a pallet jack coming in here. I go unload it. I'll see y'all. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> Sorry about that. Right, right, emails right. coming in straight up. People are confused. Mm-hmm. It's on me. It's 100% on me. 15 minutes to the top of the hour.
I should have vetted out that information, grabbed it off Twitter like I was being sharp. Dang, Rick. Bubba, can you believe that? Right. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go to the phones, 30 seconds of pop wrapping it up. A long distance, directly assistance, every cook two on two. Uh, if you want to get in, you can. Lines are available. We'll go rapid fire, 30 seconds of pop. Simply say Bubba.com, teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. Buy the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or small business. It's simply say Bubba.com. You ever wonder uh, what the number one sign of a bad security system is? Well, it's a system that is so complicated, you never even use it. You ever been there? Nah, it's the thing's too complicated. Just forget it. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, notice the word simple is in the title, simply safe, Bubba.com. Uh, it is very simple. Uh, they provide, they, what they did, they were, they was designed for you to use it easily, to install it easily, to customize it, to use the latest technology to cut down on false alarms, to get the, you know, get law enforcement to your home or property quicker. You, you click online, you open the box, you place the sensors wherever you want them, you plug it in, you go, then you get monitored 24-7 for about $15 a month. You don't have salespeople, you don't have installation teams, you don't have any upgrades or hidden fees. It's just simple. 60-day money-back guarantee also if you use simplysafebubba.com and free shipping if you use our URL, simplysafebubba.com. Also, there's a link, and it's right, at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. To the phones we go. We start with President Trump. Uh, President Trump, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Good morning, gentlemen. I am under the impression that there will be no tailgating. If that is true, that's a tremendous, tremendous failure on the schools. We need to have tailgating. We need to do it. This virus is a big hoax. We need to tailgate. You know, I went down to Alabama. Great place. Great place. Not great football team, but honestly, great tailgating. <laughs> Thank you, President Trump. He said, but that was misinformation, uh, yeah. President. Oh. Yeah, it was mis. It was, I hope Miss Kay. Or you stirred it up, Miss Kay, out of the great state of me? Alabama. Miss Kay, how are you? Good morning, Richard, Bill, Hamza, Peter, Greg, and Mister Adler. I missed you all. How are you all doing today? We're, we're good, Miss Kay. I, I hope, hope you're good. Yeah, I hope yeah. you can breathe better. I saw you with the mask on. Looked mm. a little rough. Oh. Yes, it was a it was a, a difficult intake yes. and outtake uh-huh. as you try to breathe. But I was looking real swift in my periwinkle suit. <laughs> no, um, no, listen. no, no, you were you were very swift. Well, listen, I just um, I've been a little hesitant to call, but you know, as you get older, you, your skin gets kind of thin like a wafer. But you know, I have found the cure for that thin skin. You just become the governor of Alabama. Right, <laughs> that'll do yeah, it. It, it makes will. it thick. That'll mm-hmm. do it. Yes, and um, as far as tailgating, I'm not interested in doing that. The humidity messes with my, my hair. Yeah, you got to look sharp you when do, you're the, the top yeah. boss. Well, can't nobody outstep a high step. Nope. <laughs> I know. This is true. This is so true. And, you know, I, I know people saw me coughing on the TV, but, you know, little Mrs. Danda is just flaring up. And it just affects my asthma. And when she shakes, it looks like a snow globe. Oh, right. You're the little little dog. (laughs) So, 
Anyway, I am corona free, so I don't want anyone to worry about that if they're shaking my hands or, or uh, you know, giving me uh, no no hugs, no hugs back away. Okay, uh, no, no hugs, no, no hugs. hugs yeah, yeah, got it, yeah, got it. Yes. So, but I just wanted to uh, encourage everyone to wear the masks. You can get them in all colors now: magenta and <laughs> periwinkle and purple, and you can even go down to. Uh, Panama City Beach and get you one that's airbrushed and it says, you know, Corona 2020. Oh, Miss <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kay. Miss Kay. Wow, Miss Kay. Is good Thank stuff. you, Miss Kay. You but stay safe now. Day now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miss Kay. Okay, now, hey, listen, don't feed me mountain oysters and tell me it's seafood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well he always has a party. Well, <laughs> oh, that's, that's really good. That's I'm really good. Miss, Miss you know, solid, so. solid go. Yeah. Tom's calling out of the great state of New oh, York. Tom. Tom. Hello. Hey, Tom. No, this is Jim. Oh, hey, Jim. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to ask you a question, honestly. Was that really Coach O from LSU, or was that one of the soupy sales characters you used to use? Remember White Fang and Black Tooth? Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot about soupy sales. What a great soupy sales. They sound interchangeable. By the way, one thing I learned in the 70s, doing soupy sales characters was not a way to impress young ladies on first dates. Okay. <laughs> Good call, Mark Jim. Good call, Jim. Hey, take care, guys. Thank you, Bye. buddy. Yeah. God bless you. Happy 4th. Take it out. Let's go to Curtis and Pelham. Curtis, go ahead. Guys, I am the starter of this situation and i wanted to throw myself onto the court of the army and just say i apologize to mr rick i i, I saw this and i acted like a democrat with a gun control reform bill and tried to push it through pretty fast <laughs> <laughs> look Curtis, sorry look you, you were you were looking out for me and you know it had all the official are you an alumni at mississippi state uh no sir uh i do not ring the cowbell i have a higher iq than that okay so oh, this is but so people have gotten it and put it all over facebook and all over social media correct it is, okay. but it looked good and uh just you no, know very it, confusing so yeah it is so yeah. if anybody has any questions you can email me directly at adler at rick and that's good <laughs> <laughs> former president george w bush oh wow. w yeah not doing too good. Oh, H. Bush. Oh, okay, H. Bush. Bush. Daddy Bush. Daddy Bush. Not good today. No tailgating. Not going to do it. <laughs> Sound like Ross Perot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's Ross grace. Perot doing George H. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be prat. Uh, let's go Wouldn't to. Wouldn't be prudent. Oh, gosh. Ryan and Prattville. Ryan, go ahead. 30 seconds. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on. I heard Rick said that all the churches are going to be closed through the fall. <laughs> well, I saw it on Twitter. See where it goes, Rick? Saw it on Twitter. No, no. Yeah, it's, uh, it's on Twitter. It must be true. No, I'm sorry. But look, it was on me. I know the guy, he said he's trying to take responsibility. It's on me. No, we, can, we continue Warren in the great state of Mississippi where there will be no alumni tailgate for Mississippi State, but others right now are still on. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Ricky Bible, what's up? <laughs> okay. We're good. How are you? That was all I had. I just wanted to tell y'all. Oh. y'all. Mm. That's a rubber print. Okay. 
maybe was, multiple people, you think? I heard it. I'm about to hear, I think I think somebody, about to hear SOB there. I Chris. think somebody has started to force a little early. What would you have there? I mean, do you follow that at all? I, maybe they're already tailgating, Rick. It's just what it sounded like. Could be. Yeah, I'm not not sure. This is this is that hour. Yeah, yeah. COVID changed it a little bit. You know, new people came into this hour <laughs> right. when they were put out of work and they were they were <laughs> at home. But there's still some of the regulars still there. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that was that was very very <laughs> strange. Is what yeah, it was. So thanks uh, for being with us. If we are wrapping up our time together, Rick and Bubba replay an entire show played back in its entirety. Uh, will be happening on Friday's edition on July the third. And then uh, have a great 4th of July on Saturday. Uh, We'll all get back together, Lord willing, on Monday. Uh, If you still have more Rick and Bubba today, then stick around. We'll be right back. Get all the information on how to get all the Rick and Bubba content at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.